at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. So it's a breath of fresh air. And of course, this is our feature where we talk to young people in the country to find out what they're thinking, what they're doing, how they're succeeding. And particularly now, as uh, they're going back to school, which is who our next uh, speaker is. On the line, we have Zamir Dada, grade 12 student at Sacred Heart. He's launched a book called The Lion of Soweto and the Spelling Bee. And there's so much just in that line that we can talk about. One, the launching of a book. Two, grade 12, which means he's going back to school tomorrow. And three, Sacred Heart, a school that uh, I've always uh, hung my colors on because they do such incredible work with regards to community and bring up amazing young people as well. Zamir, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. So let's start with the book. Then we're going to go to Sacred Heart. Then we're going to go to grade 12. <laughs> <laughs> The line of Soweto and the spelling bee. Now, some people may not know what a spelling bee is, but I must say I'm a geek and I've always wished that I could have entered a spelling bee when I was still at school. Never really happened, but uh, tell us a bit about what it is and how you ended up writing the book. So the book is about um, a student who goes on to win the spelling bee despite coming coming from quite difficult circumstances. Okay, so what is a spelling bee? The spelling is a spelling competition where you basically just spell words, and if you get one wrong, you're out. But you you learn as many words as you can and continue spelling them right until you're the last one standing. (laughs) So to speak. (laughs) Zamir, you know, I understand that when you wrote this book, um, such a great title, The Lion of Soweto and the Spelling Bee, when you wrote the book, you actually drew from your own experience as well and perhaps you could talk to us about what that experience was the disappointment that you may have had to overcome and uh, the successes at the end of it and indeed what it taught you okay so from the time i won my first spelling bee i'd always wanted to write a book about my experiences and initially i started writing it with the character being me but then more recently i realized that maybe i should change the characters and change the storyline a bit to a allowed to appeal to the majority of South Africans. So I decided to, instead of write about someone who comes from a privileged background, make it about someone coming from a difficult background and to to show that anyone can achieve their goals, no matter where you come from, as long as you have the right support and determination to win. When you say you have to have the right support, what kind of support does one need in order to, to, to take part in something like this? So, even in my I mentioned how you need family support because you can't do anything alone. You need the people around you to support you and help you. Yeah. In your own experience? Difficult? In my own experience, my family was extremely supportive. I had all of them willing to coach me and test me and all these words and even just help drive me to the competition. So, I feel like that played a huge role in my success in the family. I also want to ask you, um, did you uh, did you have uh, successes and challenges and disappointments in your own journey? With the spelling bee? Yeah. So the first time I had taken part, I wasn't successful. And I made it quite far, but I just missed out on coming first. And I think that's what motivated me to work harder and win eventually the next year and the following year. Okay, so what was the word that you missed out on? I want to know, what was the word you missed out on? And what was the word that uh, 
helped you win the National Spelling Bee? First one, what did you lose out on and what did you win on? So the first word I missed was defamatory. Defamatory, yeah? Okay. That was back in grade five. Then, In grade five? How old were you? I was 11. Oh, my word. Okay. Then um, the word I remember that I won was, this was the African Spelling Bee in grade eight, Yeah. was Kedjeri. 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 Okay. So here's an interesting thing. When, when you work in a spelling bee, do you, are you expected to know what the word means or do, you, do they tell you what the word means? How does that take place? So usually you are given a, a list of words that you can learn in order to win. But then as you go further on into the competition, they start taking words from anywhere, not from the list. Like They'll take any words in the dictionary. So I think you need to have quite an extensive vocabulary to know the words. Yeah. And knowing the meaning can help you can help you spell them. Absolutely, absolutely. Or in my case, the meaning and the etymology, because I use the etymology of the words to figure out which letters would stand in place of others. You know, this is so fascinating. I must say, I'm more and more listening to and wishing I was like in grade 12 myself so that I could enter a spelling bee. I mean, it just just conceptually, it's such a great idea. So, Mia, when we talk about this um, and the relationship to your own experience and to writing a book. What do you want to get out of the book? I mean, obviously, the concept of reading is absolutely crucial for um, young people. In fact, I have a friend who just said, even if a child doesn't go to school as long as he reads every day, she will she will be happy. Um, to your mind, reading, spelling, etc., why is it important? So I started reading from a very young age, and I found that reading... It's it's extremely important because you can't learn anything if you can't read. Yeah. Reading is a first basic step to acquiring knowledge. Yeah. So also that was that's obviously the first goal of, of for me writing this book. But also I wanted to create a storyline that shows that anyone can achieve anything despite your circumstances. Yeah. What is interesting is how you then took the books and you partnered with the Soli and Zora Noor Foundation. Yes, so we were able to sell over 100 books to them, and they're going to be distributing it to schools in the Western Cape. That's and fantastic. also all profits made from this book I want to put towards literacy projects in South Africa to encourage more and more children to read. I absolutely love that. Zamir, if people want to get the book, where can they find it? So it's available on Amazon. But yeah. if you prefer a hard copy, you can email Kids Literacy Foundation at gmail.com. Kids Literacy Foundation at gmail.com. That's uh, yeah. the Lion of Soweto and the Spelling Bee. I'm going to take you to grade 12. You're going back to school tomorrow. How are you feeling about that, Samir? So I feel like now we've missed two months of school. Everyone's anxious. Yeah. I, I know I'm anxious to get back because it's my trick and I don't like missing out. Yeah. I don't like how I did nothing else. Are you feeling anxious about it at all? Um, I feel like I'm just more anxious about the school year and, um, rather than going back tomorrow. Yeah. you confident that Sacred Heart is going to be making sure that your time is safe, that you are able to engage in a safe manner? Yeah, I'm confident about that. Yeah. Let's just talk very briefly about your school because, I, as I said, I'm a big fan of the work that they do. Um, I'm sure that you're aware of the 3 to 6 project that they're involved in. 
Tell us a little bit about that. So I've been fortunate enough to help out with the to six lives, um, some community service hours with them. And I think it's a really great program. It takes underprivileged or especially refugees and allows them to get their education or even just a safe place to run out. Samia, I'm afraid we're going to have to pause it there. We're just uh, having real problems with the phone line. But nevertheless, that is Zamir Dada. He is a young writer in grade 12 going back to school tomorrow. More uh, important, as he says, to be going back to school, confident that uh, the uh, Sacred Heart School will make sure that all, uh, all anything that needs to be done to ensure the safety of the school kids is done. And, uh, well, I don't want to say kids, but also just I want to briefly say that the 326 Project is an extraordinary project where teachers and students as well get involved and ensure that young children from the community who don't have access to school because they may be refugees and they may not have their papers yet are able to go to school from 3 to 6 in the afternoon. It's an extremely valuable project.